welcome back to the Monster Buddies Podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is my co-host, Karina. Hey, everybody. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about the awesome book series, Goosebumps. Yay! <laughs> I can tell by your answer that you're not really excited about it. It's all right. I'll fake it till I make it. Let's go. Awesome. So Goosebumps was a really popular preteen uh, book series in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was obsessed with it when I was younger. I Along read... with every other kid in America except me. True. <laughs> <laughs> I read like all the original series, like all 64 of them or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what? I thought, you know who would love this? My amazing, beautiful wife, Karina. Oh, how little do you know me? <laughs> Apparently, I don't know you at all. Mm-hmm. Because you hated these books. You absolutely hated these. Hated. No, I really, really hated one of them. Okay. Another one I thought was okay. And then I kind of liked one, but then the ending ruined it for me. Okay. So overall, you think Goosebump series is complete garbage and no, they should all be burned and thrown I in the said. trash. That may have been what I said off microphone, but right now, in this moment in time, it is A-okay. Okay? Zen. I am zen. So I gave you a list of the my 10 favorite Goosebumps books, and you chose to read three of them. Yes. Why three? Because I wanted to torture myself. And the three uh, you chose was The Werewolf of Fever Swamp, The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, and Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are just amazing books, aren't they? Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? We're we're playing a little bit. I I really love these books. I thought they were entertaining when I read them. For real? Okay, one of them was not entertaining. Okay, can we? We'll just throw away uh, Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Just literally throw it. Throw it off the desk right now. I don't want to see it. I want nothing to do with it. Thank you. <laughs> Sound effects. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you enjoyed the two books that we're going to be speaking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I, I enjoyed reading the whole series, and I enjoyed reading uh, Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Shh, don't talk about that. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. That book does not okay. exist. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed reading the other two. Yeah. And one of them I liked more than the other. And so did I, but we do not agree on which ones we liked. Ooh, intrigue. So should we let the listeners in? Sure. On which ones we liked? Mm-hmm. I liked The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb better than Welcome to Camp Nightmare. And with that being said, can anybody guess which one I liked more? Hmm. Let me stroke my beard a little bit. Sound effects. Get closer to the mic. Don't, ew, don't do it. That'll be a terrible sound. Yeah, so so we didn't agree on which one was our favorite. That's all right. We don't have to. And we didn't agree overall that uh, about Goosebumps in general. Listen, if my kid wanted to read Goosebumps, I'd let my kid read Goosebumps. If the kids I take care of want to read Goosebumps, I'd let them. Because in the end, all you want are kids to use their imagination and read. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. That's the end goal. So if they want to read that, more power to you. I just know even as a kid, I wouldn't have liked these. Okay. I I agree with you on some of the points there. Like, I think they are entertaining. They're quick reads. So it's good for a kid to pick it up and, you know, maybe he'll connect with it. Maybe, you know, he he won't. Yeah. If the child has um, problems getting 
into a book or being entertained the whole way through with a book, I think Goosebumps might be a good thing for them because Arl Stein does like to write as if he's on a roller coaster, you know? He likes the twists and the turns and the ups and the downs. Like, he likes that. Mm -hmm. And so there's not really, except for that one book that I will not speak of, um, I think the other ones did have those points. There was more in Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. It felt more like an adventure book, which I liked. Yeah, I just I thought... can see that. I liked the Camp Nightmare one because that, to me, was more psychological. Okay, yeah, I can see that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there was more... I feel like there was more cliffhangers in, in um, Welcome to Camp Nightmare. For sure. Like, each chapter had, had one. Yeah, and every chapter is, like, three pages long. So, it's like there was a lot of cliffhangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I feel like why I didn't like Camp Nightmare more... Um, was because of that ending. Right. That ending was terrible. The twist ending that uh, Arl Stein is so famous for, always having that twist, mm -hmm. should never have been done in that book. It was just bad. So what was the twist then? The twist ending was, well, first the book is about a boy that goes off to camp and all of these crazy things happen there. But the twist ending is he's sent off to camp not just for a summer vacation. He's sent because his parents are scientists and they're going to be going to Earth. And Earth is a dangerous place. So they needed to test him to see if he was ready to go to Earth and deal with all those trials and tribulations. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. That was just terrible. You know, if, the, if somebody told me like, hey, this was all a test and, you know. We're going to go to Earth. I'd be like, no thanks. I'll, yeah. I'll stay here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it would have been, maybe if he wanted it to be that twist, like, oh, you're going to Earth, blah, blah, blah. You're not actually in Earth right now mm -hmm. or on Earth. That I think that would have been fine. I just think how he wrote it was terrible. Mm -hmm. It was really rushed and really terrible. Like, here, here you go. Okay, bye. Yeah. You know, it's just not, it wasn't good. So that was... Welcome to Camp Nightmare. What did you think of Curse of the Mummy's Tomb? That that was the one I, I said I liked the most. So what did you think about it? I liked it a lot. I think it ha it was the most action-packed to me. Mm -hmm. It didn't have the psychological scares that I appreciated in the other book. Yeah. I liked the cheesy dad jokes of Uncle Ben. Named after the rice. Yes. I'm convinced he was sitting at his typewriter... Thinking of, like, writing his stuff down, eating some rice. Using um, one finger. Using one finger to type, yep. And um, he was just thinking, like, oh, what should I name the uncle? Uncle Ben. Mm -hmm. Because I'm eating its Mexican-style rice. Why not? Three cheese rice, maybe? Don't really know his flavor palette, per se. He is really cheesy, so. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. Burn. That was, that was good. Okay. So, can you tell me about the Curse of the Mummy Tomb? Yeah, it's a it's a story about a kid named Gabe who's in Egypt with his parents visiting his uncle and his cousin. Um, his uncle is on an archaeological dig. Um, Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, the thought of being able to be in a pyramid while they're unveiling something that has never been seen before for, what, 4,000 years? Something like that? Yeah. That, I think that's why I really liked it, because I was into archaeology, and I was into Egyptology and all that. Right. So, like, to actually, like, be in a story where the 
person is in the tomb that like nobody's ever been in is just like really exciting and interesting to me. Right. So Gabe is really excited to be there, but then what happens? Um, well, the first time they go, he gets lost uh, with his cousin, but luckily he finds his way back, um, and his uncle saves him. And then all of the uncle's workers get sick, so his uncle leaves them at the hotel. Mind you, he was already left at the hotel by his parents because they had um, an emergency refrigerator sales issue that they had to go to another country for. I don't even know what this what this issue would be, but they had to leave their son in a foreign the city. The lights were out. The lights were out? Mm-hmm. You can't look in the fridge without that light. Yeah. How am I supposed to know if I'm picking out ham or turkey? <laughs> yeah, that could be a really big issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so his Uncle Ben leaves him. Um, to go visit some of the workers in um, the hospital. They sneak out of the hotel and go to a museum to look at more mummies. And, and um, one of the uncle's workers named Ahmed is there. And he's a real creep. Real creep. Like total stranger danger. I mean, he had a ponytail. Mm, that's how you can tell. Mm-hmm. Yep. First sign. And a, ban- a bandana around his neck. Oh, yeah. Ponytail plus bandana? No. Not a good mix. Stranger, danger, run away. Yeah. So they actually follow him and get into his car. But then they realize, like, oh, yeah, this is a stranger danger. We need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So they, when it first stops, they jump out. And they get lost in Cairo and somehow make it back to their hotel. And by that time, Uncle Ben is there. And then they go back to the... <laughs> I mean, this is, like, this is exactly what... The, you're like giving is. it play by play. Well, how should I should I summarize it more? I don't know. Like no, we're already into it, dude. Just keep going. Okay, so why then, stop now? Then they go back to the pyramid and they get lost again. And Ahmed's there, <laughs> and now there's all these mummies chasing after him. But luckily, Gabe has his mummy hand that the saves summoner. The, the the summoning hand. The summoning hand that saves the day at the last minute. Leave it for those tiny baby mummy hands. Yeah. They save lives. Yeah, it's... I'm, I'm not going to say it's not ridiculous, eh, because it is. That's actually my favorite part, is the mummy hand, because it's the most out there part. He got it at a garage sale for $2, by the way. Was it $2? $2. $2 saved his life. <laughs> for a real mummy's hand. Like, what? And how did it keep up in his short pockets? Because he always brought it everywhere with him. A mummy hand. How did that keep up so well? What a strange kid, too. Like, you just see this kid pull out a (laughs) mummy hand and start, like, fondling it. It's the OG fidget spinner. (laughs) (laughs) They were so hot back then. (laughs) Baby mummy hands. (laughs) Mommy, for Christmas, I want a baby mummy hand. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> what about the movie? I thought it was actually really good. Um, it was fun. It was cute. Yeah, it was a cute movie. Who was your favorite character? Jack Black. As Jack Black. Yeah, he did not play in Arlstein. I liked Champ. Full name, Champion. And he was the biggest little wuss boy ever. I but- loved him. But that actor played it so good, though. Cause, like, so you good. Could, you could be a wuss, and you could be, like, super annoying, and it just, like, grates on you. But that actor, like, played the line perfectly. Which makes me think maybe in the Goosebumps books, 
I'm not supposed to be thinking of the annoying thing the way I do, like the annoying kid. It's supposed to be more like Champ. Mm -hmm. But I don't really think that's the case because they didn't really research anything. Like, they did not research Arl Stein at all. Mm -hmm. Like, everything about him was wrong. Even Jack Black was like, what was the stupid quote? Um, I already have carpal tunnel in both hands. Uh, no. Mr. Stein always typed with one finger. So why would he have it in both hands? Yeah. And even later on in the movie, he's actually typing at the typewriter and uh, he's using both hands. Mm-hmm. So. And then he also played uh, a far more sinister version of Arl Stein. Because Arl Stein, like, he's dad joke central. Yeah. Not, like, super intense, scary, or wannabe scary author. The coolest part was seeing all those uh, Goosebumps monsters, like, come to life, though. Yeah. Like, I was even excited to see the werewolf of Fever Swamp. Although, he sadly was not wearing his blue Lycra bicycle shorts. He was wearing blue... (laughs) basketball shorts and to me that you just missed a moment i'm kind of glad why why would a werewolf be wearing lycra shorts you couldn't even move in those yes you oh boy those stretch in light in those bike shorts are like nobody else i can kick i can stretch and i'm 50 i'll take your word for it i'll get you bicycle shorts and i'll never wear them yes you will Nope. So what do we got going on for next time? I honestly don't know because we were supposed to make Goosebumps a two-parter and it was just too painful so we made it a one-parter. So what is going on for next time? We're going to talk about My Pet Monster, which is a monster toy. Oh, I've never even heard of it. Excellent. And with that, (laughs) good night. And goodbye, Goosebumps. Audio clips discussed and used in this podcast are the property of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended.